You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Hello, everybody. Happy, happy Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. <coughs> I'm going to leave that little uh, cough in there. I'm not going to edit it out. I'm not going to start over. No. Pretend, this is always live to me. I don't. I'm, I'm better at just rambling on at the seat of my pants. I am much better with walking the tightrope without a net. And today I'm definitely doing that because I have some things planned for the next hour, but I don't have anything planned for the next half hour. I do want to talk about my addictions. Now, as I've mentioned many times, I don't do drugs. I'm not stupid. I'm sorry if you do drugs or if you've gotten over drugs, but even you yourself will realize, hey, that was stupid, right? There's not an ad, a recovering addict out there that, what, that doesn't go, you know, I didn't have a much of a choice at that point. I, I failed and I slipped into something, but uh, that was definitely stupid. And I think that a lot of people, um, they're afraid to not only get called out, but they're afraid to call other people out on their stupidity. I truly believe that. I think everyone's so sensitive nowadays and everyone's so politically correct and everyone's so uh, just walking on eggshells where they can't just look at somebody and go, that is freaking stupid. And then when you do have those people, they're usually behind a keyboard. uh, They'll never say it to your face, which is also stupid. (laughs) I I love the word stupid. I think it, as much as it is used, I don't think it's used Nearly enough. I think, uh, I just think people need to be called out. I think we're weak as a society in the manner that we're afraid to call people out. We're afraid to go behind the shed and beat the crap out of each other to prove a point. And to some aspects, that's a good thing, right? Right? Anyways, back to the main point. I've never done drugs uh, experimented just a little bit here and there as a kid, as a ute. And I'm very proud of the fact that I've never, just never done it. I've had every opportunity to. I've had it in front of me. I've had it all around me. I've been handed stuff saying, here you go, brother. And I just never did. So that's not my addiction. What are the addictions I'm talking about? I'm not an alcoholic. Have I drank? Of course. Have I been drunk? Yeah. But I'm 48 years old and I think I've been drunk under, I mean, really drunk, definitely under 10 times in my entire freaking life. That's a lot of days to push the alcohol aside. And you got to think, I was a singer for many, many rock bands on stages, you know, when music was actually awesome and real. And that's what you thrive to do is get on stage and entertain people. I was a stand up comedian. Uh, I, pro wrestler, all these different things that I would not really wrestling. I guess I, 
never really drank before I wrestled, but it's, you know, that's, that'd probably be a bad thing. There's, there's been times, trust me, where I've said, you know what? I need a little something here today. Hang on. Here's a, mm. speaking of drinking, um, green mountain, caramel, vanilla cream coffee. It's the best. It's in the Keurig cups. I wish they had the more like non-plastic environmentally friendly cups. that like the little bags that some of them have. I uh, can't remember the brands that actually have those. I wish they had that, but they don't. But I'm in, that is that is one of my ad, addictions right there. Is uh, Green Mountain Caramel Vanilla Cream Coffee. It's fantastic. And I discovered I, I've never been a creamer guy. I, I never liked creamer in my coffee. I never dug it. Uh, but I just discovered this. Uh, it's called. It's by K I T O Kito K I T U Kitu. I don't know what that brand is, but that's the brand name K I T U, and it's called Super Creamer. And they also have it in like vanilla, French vanilla, caramel, pumpkin pie. They got. I've not tried any of those. I've only had the the vanilla and the the original super creamer flavor or the sweet cream flavor. But that's that that shit's good. <laughs> that that's in my coffee every time now. It's just delicious. I think there's monk fruit in that, which I'm also addicted to monk fruit. But th- that's not the addictions I'm talking about. There was a point in my life where I was addicted to women. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, that that's since long gone. I I don't, um, you know, I'm pushing 50 at this point. Everything still works. And then, let me tell you, it works well, especially when it's just me and myself and I, but it, it works perfectly. Everything's good down there. You know, it's, I still wake up when I'm already woken up. If you know what I mean? I, I that it, it's nice. And I just dropped 30 pounds. So it's like, I think you gain like a half inch per like 10 pounds that you lose. Damn, dude, I just gained an inch and a half of wiener. Are you kidding me? It's a good week. When you look down and you go, whoa, good job. Good job there, buddy. You get a little scratch behind the ears. Um, yeah, but that's not it. I'm not addicted to women anymore. See, I was, a, like I just said, I was a singer in a band. I was pro wrestler. I was in the army, believe it or not. That comes with all kinds of women. I was a stand-up comic. And it, it just the women were just everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I'd get off stage and I'd be like, you. I actually, this actually happened one time, and this is disgusting, okay? This is the kind of creeper I was back in, the, in the, I'll say, uh, the 90s, maybe. Um, I remember getting off the stage, and there was two girls there that actually came to see me. And this is before cell phones, so they actually, like, dialed my number. You know, all that stuff. Um, and I, they didn't know each other. And I was just like, you know, screw it. I'm a freaking rock star. I don't care. I'm playing at the Ritz tonight. Yeah, I don't give, give. I'm a rock star. I remember getting off stage and I, I saw one and her name was Jody. She was a redhead. And I would kill to know what happened to Jody because she ended up being a really just awesome human being. Um, but she moved to Florida. But anyway, that's beside the point. I remember looking at her. And and it, it was it was really weird. It was like it was almost scripted. They both walk up at the same time when I get off stage. There's these little stairs that used to be on the side of the Ritz stage. I'd go around the speakers, and there they were. And <laughs> I saw Jody first. I pointed at her, and then I'd, out of the corner of my eye, I see the other girl whose name I cannot remember. It was probably let's just call her Christy. I went, Jody. Do you know Christy? No. Okay, Christy. Do you know Jody? No, we'll get to know each other because we're all going home tonight. I said that to women, to other human beings, you know, for, I know it's International Women's Day. Yeah, we give them a whole day a year. And I said that to other human beings. 
Okay. It's gross. But they went with it. <laughs> like, they got to know. We went home and it was just this night of just fun that I never wanted to end. Oh. If you've never had a threesome, like, just pay for it. Like, if you have to pay for it, just pay for it. it it's fantastic. It's wonderful. Had several of those. Anyways, I'm 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 grossing myself. It's not women. I'm not addicted to women. It's not, I'm, I seriously I'm not. I I don't even I think about relationships and love and sex anymore. I don't, what's the I'm I've done that. It's it's one of those things where it's like yeah sure it's great, it's wonderful. And if somebody comes along, it just blows my mind, and I'm just like oh my god, I can't live without that in my life. And there are a few that I know. I mean, there's circumstances and everything that keeps that from happening, but there are a few. And I'm just like, you know, until that happens, I, I just, I'm business minded. I have to do this stuff, a Psy TV, the Super Ultra Megacon, this podcast, you know, all the silly YouTube stuff that we're doing. I got books coming out. I got, I'm a dad, you know, and I just, I, I when my kid's over, like I'm not gonna invite a, a girl over. I don't want a girlfriend when my kid's over. I want to hang out with him, and all he wants to do is play freaking video games. So you know, I got that heartbreak already. I don't need a woman in here to destroy my life anymore. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. But um, that's not my addiction anymore. It was at one point when I would just treat women. I never, you know, hit them. I never, I never treated them bad. I was always very nice. But it was just about sex. It's all it was. It was. I was just addicted to it. Like, okay, I need your attention. I need your attention. I need your attention. I need your attention. And I'd get their attention because I was doing cool stuff. It's not because I was a good-looking guy. It's not because I was uh, rich by any means. It's not because I had a big, juicy hog that hung down to my knees. No, it's none of that stuff. Uh, it was always just because I was in positions of you know power or whatever, running my own promotion and wrestling, being in the spotlight and you know telling jokes on stage, singing in bands, you know running a television network. You know that attracts people. Confidence attracts people. Talent attracts people. Character attracts people. If you're wondering why you can't get a date, well, you need to reassess your own character, actions, and skills because that's all people should be judged on, and that's what I personally think, and you could add confidence to that as well, which I think is a trait, like a subcategory of character, right? That's why you need to, you know, be confident and just figure things out. Don't try to kick outside your own coverage, you know, and that's something that I've been lucky enough to do, like looking back at some of the uh, women that I've, uh, you know, called, I get not my better halves, but, you know, just... Women that, that I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to say that I've just been with. That just sounds gross because I'm not objectifying people. I'm not collecting them like Pokemon cards. It's not that at all. I just happen to have been with women that are way out of my freaking league. And uh, for some reason, uh, the only thing I can attribute it to was the fact that I, I do cool stuff. Maybe I got a good game, talking game. I got a good gift of gab or whatever. Uh, a good gift of gab will get you get you almost anything you ever need. I'm sorry, my phone's blowing the hell up right now. Of course it is, because I just started recording uh, my my little weekly podcast, the Brandon Bishop Podcast, where I'm talking about my addictions. 
So it's not drugs. It's not alcohol. I never, I'm not stupid enough to smoke. It's not, uh, I, I got rid of my Funko Pops. It's not collecting things anymore. The only things I collect are like wrestling action figures I've had since the 80s and like Starbucks mugs. That's not an addiction. That's just fun. And I collect, you know, souvenirs from the road so I can have like this little museum, what I'm looking at right now, of all my travels and accomplishments and friends and family and everything. I, I That's all cool. That's not an addiction. No, that's just fun. That's that's going to Disney World for me. And I'd rather have the shelves full of stuff that I can remember, you know, where I got it and when, what I was doing and what I was filming and all that, who I was with. That's not the addiction either. Um, I have had a food addiction up until way recently, but I think I've kicked that, to be honest with you. I don't sit around and think about eating all day long uh, like I did just, you know, six months ago. That's all I cared about. If I was happy, Food. If I was sad, food. Celebration, food. Depressed, food. Date, food. Hang out, food. What do you want to eat, kid? What do you? Well, hey, mom. What are you making for dinner? You know, it, ever since I got on this carnivore diet and I've dropped, you know, around thirty pounds, um, I don't even think about food anymore. I just think about, okay, well, I got to make a burger patty today with some cheese on top. Cool. I can't wait till that happens, and I won't be hungry anymore. And then I got to get on with my day. I got a lot going on. I think the people that get addicted to food are just, you know, bored with life a little bit and they need something to cling on to and uh, they don't have any other vices. So the food it is, but that's not it anymore. That's not my addiction anymore. Shopping. That might still be an addiction for me, though. I've cut, cut it down. I'm not on Amazon every night, clicking purchase. I'm not, uh, you know, going to all these different you know websites or whatever, looking up, oh, look at that thing that I saw on an Instagram ad. Oh, I got to click on that. Because, you know, of course, they figure out for, through algorithm algorithms what you want, and then they go, oh, here's a bunch of ads for that. And that's kind of cool because otherwise there's a lot of stuff that I've discovered and bought that I never knew would have even existed if it wasn't for those you know algorithms and ads and things like that. But I, I don't do that anymore. I, I still go to stores all the time just because I like to walk around and get my steps in. I don't have time to go up into the mountains as much as I wish I could and go hiking and all that stuff anymore. I, I, I want to, I just don't have the time anymore. So I'm, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go to target and walk around for a half an hour. And then I'll, after that, I'll go to some thrift stores. I'll go to the antique stores and just walk around. I don't necessarily have to buy anything. So I, I think my shopping addiction is, going away. I won't say it's gone. I still like to buy things for the kid. I love the, you know, me and my mom. That's the one thing that we really have in common. We like to just look online and buy each other stuff, especially her buying me stuff. I don't even ask for it. And she's like, oh, there's this on the way. I'm like, oh, thanks. That's awesome. My mom's the best. She really is. But, um, you know, I mean, if we have a few extra bucks, then why not go out and have fun with it? What's it for? Like, seriously. Anyway, um, so it's not shopping, it's not drugs, it's not drinking, it's not women, it's not eating really anymore. What are my addictions? What do I sit at night staring at the ceiling going, oh, I need, I need, I need, I need. What is it? I'll tell you right now. Traveling. Yeah. I know that sounds a little weird. Because um, like half of every month sometimes, not this month, actually, I'm home a lot this month, but I have a lot to do. Half of just about every month, I am on the road. I have been for the last seven years. And 
it's a weird thing because I'm it has a lot to do with me just never being happy with anything. Uh, ugh, it, I annoy myself because when I'm on the road after about a week, I'm just like, Oh my God, I got to get home. I just want to be home in my bed. I want to poop on my toilet. I want to shower in my shower. I want to snuggle my cat. I want to be with my kid. I want to, but when I'm home and doing all of those things, I'm like, God, I want to be in the van. I just want to wake up in the van. I want to just fall asleep in the van. I want to cook my dinners in the van. I want to be on the road. I want to wake up in a different city every single damn day. And it's, I'm never happy, am I? It, it's weird. And a little bit later, we're going to talk to somebody who I believe shares this addiction with me. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to him. And I'll, I'm sure you've already seen it in the title. You know who it is. But just in case, you know, we can't, we, you know, you didn't pay his phone bill or something. And, or, you know, my electricity goes out and we don't get the interview. Then just in case, I won't say who it is. Card subject to change. That's what we used to say in the wrestling business all the time. Card subject to change. Small print next to an asterisk at the bottom of the flyer. Yeah. But hopefully Jacob, the, the carpetbagger, will uh, will connect today and uh, do some chatting, man, because I want to know more about myself through interviewing him. Does that make any sense? I, I, I want to know what keeps him ticking, what keeps him going, uh, where his addiction to travel started, and what hole is this filling in our lives? Because I know it, it fills a huge... When I... Here's the thing. I could have a 12-hour drive ahead of me, like I will he, uh, more than that. Uh, I'm leaving in uh, the beginning of April to go to New York City to film some New York ham with Eddie Finocchiaro in New York City. And on the way, I'm going to stop and see my mom. I haven't seen her in about forever. And I'm pretty bummed about that. She hasn't even seen the van yet. She lives in Detroit. So I'm going to stop up there. We're going to stop at a few different places on the way there. And just, you know, the phone camera is how I film my Asai TV Life show on YouTube. And it's going to be going the whole time. And I'm hoping by the end of these 10 days that I'm on the road, you know, I'll come back with freaking eight episodes of the Asai TV Life for the YouTube but it, it's just this, as soon as I hit the road and I know I've got 21 hours before I get to Detroit and that's all driving, you know, I'll probably stop, maybe say some, see some friends in Chicago, see some friends in Ohio. I don't know where I'm going to stop, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I will. And, uh, man, I, I just, as soon as I turn that key and pull out of the parking lot and just, you know, I'm headed out. On, I just saw Judas Priest two nights ago, so I got headed out on the highway. Headed out to the highway. Um, as soon as that happens and, you know, you push that gas pedal, you're just like, there's a, it's a rush. And I can't compare it to anything else except for other things that I was addicted to back in the day. Like women. Like hopping off stage and saying, Jody, Christy, if that is your name, um, get to know each other because we're all going home tonight. It's the same dopamine that's being triggered in my brain or whatever chemical it is up there. It's fizzing like you're shaking a bottle of soda. It's like just overboiling and coming out my ears and just I'm just, oh, I can't wait. Even the driving is just the fun part. Of course, the destination is, you know, the meat and potatoes of it, but just 
driving past the landscapes, driving through all these different cities, small little towns that you'd never heard of. That's why I, I hate flying. I really do. What's, I don't see the point in flying. I hate airports. I hate people at airports. I hate airplanes. I hate the people in airplanes. I, I just, everyone's rude and assholes. And of course, on the road, it's, it's just as bad for different reasons, but at least I can somewhat control it. I can't go up into the cockpit and say, hey, Mr. Pilot, scoot over. I think I'm going to land a plane because that person back there won't stop smacking their lips while they're eating their freaking little bag of peanuts and I'm going freaking crazy. And it's loud enough to where my noise canceling freaking earphones are not blocking it out. So would you please land the plane or I will. I can't do that in an airplane. If someone's driving like an asshole and I see them coming up behind me at 75 miles an hour in a 35, guess what? I can pull over and say, okay, pass me, go up there, hope you crash into a telephone pole. I don't want you to die, but I don't want want you to ever drive again. I, I can do that. I can just pull over. So yeah, it's just more control. And like I said, you get to see all the in-betweens. Like if I'm flying from Denver to Chicago, I don't get to see anything between Denver and Chicago except for little squares of farmland and, you know, little cityscapes off in the distance and clouds. That's all I get to see is freaking clouds. I can look up and see a cloud right now. Looking out the window, actually there are no clouds. Oh, there's some, there's a cloud right over there. Look, I did that. And, you know, if I'm going overseas, of course, I got to hop on a plane, but I can't drive the the van <laughs> to to Denmark it's, uh, or any places like that. Uh, I don't really want to talk about Ukraine uh, much, but I might mention a few things here and there. I've not. I've only gotten a hold of one of my friends, and um, very briefly. So <laughs> it's I haven't gotten a hold of Alina. I've, I've I've heard from Nazar about three days ago. Good dude. They're all in the TV business over there. Um, I made a new friend named Olga. She has a YouTube show on. I can't pronounce her last name off the top of my brain, but uh, look that up. She's awesome, beautiful, like insanely beautiful. And uh, yeah, I just, I worry about them. But anyways, addictions, addictions, addictions. There are people that are addicted to watching this war. That's, you know, I like to keep up with it just because I like to know if, you know, bombs are going to start coming this way, but, um, (laughs) which is very possible, but people are addicted. I mean, how many of us sat in front of the TV on nine 11, uh, those of you that were of age and just watched for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then the war started and we watched for weeks and weeks and weeks. How many I did? Of course we did. It's history. It's American history. It's world history. But addictions, I am currently convinced that I am addicted to traveling. And I know addiction is a strong word because it's always connected. It's always uh, attached to drug addictions and alcohol addictions and sex addictions and negativity and all this stuff. But addictions can be a good thing. People can be addicted to loving their kids. People can be addicted to just hanging out with their best friend. People can be addicted to love, you know, and, and get it in return. That's great. Those are wonderful addictions. Uh, I'm addicted to my van. I know that's weird to say, but I'm addicted. I got everything I need in there. It's like a little apartment on wheels. I fully intend when my son, who's 15 this year, three more years, three and a half more years, when he's out of high school and he's, you know, talking about wanting to join the Air Force and I'm, I'm all for it, whatever, Hopefully we're not in the middle of a freaking World War III at that point, but whatever. I I fully expect uh, and I'm fully planning on getting a full-size van, decking it out into a nice little studio apartment. 
Uh, when I say studio apartment, I mean a place where I can edit and film and you know do all my TV shows and everything on the road. And uh, just waking up in a different city every day. I, get, I have TV shows in New York, in Los Angeles, in Phoenix, in Seattle, in all over Florida. Uh, and we could pick, and who knows by then who, where, who, where, and what we'll be filming. So I just want to be on the road nonstop. Okay, we just filmed the drink in, uh, in Phoenix. Cool. Let's go film with Jerry Montano in Las Vegas the next week. Cool. Then we'll go film that Vegas show with Ricky in Las Vegas. Cool. Then I'll drive up to uh, San Francisco, pick up Amy Duma and say, hey, we're doing some more UFO show, whether you like it or not. Cool. Then I go up to Seattle, pick up Garrett. We do some Lost in America all across the country. Cool. Come back to Colorado, pick up Chantel and do some Call to Adventure. Pick up Gigi, do some Best Day Ever. Film at Hellscream. Film at Kilroy's. Cool. And then I go up to Detroit. I got people up there who want to do a show about Detroit. Then we go to New York City. I film with Eddie for that uh, for New York Ham. I'm, I'm telling you, we go down to Heath in North Carolina. We, like I said, all over Florida. We got Evil East in Florida. We got Too Sweet in Florida. We got Rising with bad places, bad bad people, bad places, bad things in Florida. Uh, I got friends everywhere too. So it's it's this is a very doable thing. And my income, you know, is subscription based. It's a side TV. It's five bucks a month. You can get it on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire Stick, a TV.com, A S Y TV.com. Five bucks a month, 17 cents a day. Not only does it pay to keep the network alive, not only does it pay to give me a decent quality of life, not only does it pay to help our charitable organizations, which we're hoping uh, this year to start back up with. It's been a rough year. It's just, you know, it, we, I, we can do so much and it can keep me on the road. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking much. I just need enough for gas money, you know. Could you guys give me gas money and end up getting yourselves a nice uh, streaming television platform? I know you've got Netflix. I know you got Hulu and Amazon Prime and all of this fun stuff. But I need, uh, yeah, we need, we, we, we need you to get one more. That's all. So Carpetbagger is going live tonight at 7 p.m. on uh, the Carpetbagger, uh, Jacob the Carpetbagger YouTube page. So go check him out tonight. I'm hoping that we'll get to uh, talking to him before he does that because he does that thing for like two hours. But this guy's got it figured out, man. And there's a bunch of them, too. I'm going to talk to him about a bunch of different things, uh, about other YouTubers and things like that because I am... Uh, I'm obsessed, not with him as a person because that's creepy. Um, I'm, I'm obsessed with that lifestyle. I want to be on the road every day, all day. Now, I'll probably keep an apartment. I think he does as well or, or something just to have a home base. I do have a son. You know, he's going to need a place while I'm gone to bring girls over to. And I'm totally cool with that. Just don't get him pregnant and uh, don't get, you know, don't do drugs or smoke. Cause that's stupid. Um, so I'll probably always have a home base, but literally three quarters of the time I need to be on the road. I, I just, that's my addiction right now. And uh, there are times when, you know, I do want to come home and just, just sit on the damn couch, <laughs> you know, just sit on the freaking couch and just be left alone, you know, hang out with my cat. You know, my cat's got three and a half years left to live. Uh, that's, are you listening to me, cat, wherever you're at? It's been 16, almost 17 years now, okay? 
you're not going to be one of those cats that lives to 30 because I can't take you with me because you'll drive me crazy. And I don't want a cat box in my van. I, I, I don't even know where you're at. Usually you're within a foot of me. Anyway, she's right. Are you listening, cat? She'll come out here meowing in a second. She always does. She's like, oh, you're trying to get something done? Especially when I'm doing voiceovers for like hard uh, commercials and things like that, which I do a lot of like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's freaking annoying. Like, hey, come on down to Pruitt Ford. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. And you have to go, get out of here. And then she runs away. And then you feel bad because she's like, you know, her whole world has ended. It's like, I just wanted to say hi. <sighs> I got a lot of coffee in me. I'm going to put some more in me real quick. Mm. So that's my addiction. What's your addiction? Find me on uh, Facebook and talk about addiction with me because uh, I should have done live. I should have done this live because I think, um, you know, it's an important conversation. A lot of us don't talk about food addiction. A lot of us don't talk about, you know, simple addictions like shopping and and things like that. And uh, collecting things. Those are addictions. Those are they, they, the, the happiness that is triggered. Again, that chemical reaction is the same that it is when you're sticking a needle in your arm or you're, you know, putting powder up your nose. The want is a want is want. There's people that are addicted, addicted to religion, you know, that are, there's people that are addicted to politics. There's, there's, there's so many different addictions. And I think we all should have addictions, but not, you know, drugs and alcohol and stupidity. Uh, if you're addicted to being stupid, there's, you know, the QAnon people, of course. <laughs> those people are addicted to being stupid. Just like heroin addicts don't realize the damage that they're doing to themselves. It's the same thing. And I don't want to go on a negative rant here. That's not what this episode's about. These are about positive addictions. I'm addicted to traveling. I'm addicted to being in the van. I'm addicted to every bump in the road. I'm addicted to driving down the freeway, looking off to the side and saying, what is that? And then stopping without having any time crunches or any, you know, issues with, oh, I got to, I can't stop there because I got to be here. I mean, there is that in my schedule because I do film TV shows and I have to work with people that are all over the country, but I, I, I don't, I, I, I give myself enough time. If I have to leave a day early, fine. I'll spend a day in blah, just to hang out. I'm going to be up in New York city in the beginning of April and I've given myself two extra days just, and I'm sleeping in my van. I, I don't, it, it's, it's, it's cheap per now granted, of course, I'm going to be going on this trip. Hopefully this war crap will be over. Or at least we'll get some oil reserves going or something. Uh, because gas is insane. It's freaking California prices in Colorado right now, which is not cool. Uh, it was three Oh nine, two weeks ago. Now it's back up to three seventy nine. And, uh, thankfully I'm not going West because I think it's like up to $7 out there in LA or whatever it is. I've seen pictures that could be bullshit, but who knows? Oh, so of course that's a thing, but you know, I've been saving up our money and we've been doing decent with subscribers and you know, it, it's, um, it's just the cost of it. I don't need airfare. I don't need to park at the airport, which for 10 days would cost me about $300 in Denver airport because they're criminals. I don't have to get hotels anymore, which are a hundred bucks a night. I don't have to you know, rent a car, which is, you know, $500 or I don't even know, 10 days would probably be what? $800. So you're thinking this trip is going to cost me about probably $1,200 to get to New York City and back with stops in Detroit. I might stop in Jacksonville. I've been wanting to stop in Washington, D.C. just to look around, do some bullshit, whatever. 
Um, so you're looking at about twelve hundred to thirteen hundred dollars just for gas, and and that's about it. Because I got a fridge in the van, I got food. I'll bring food with me. Yes, I'll restock, but that's not that expensive. So let's say fifteen hundred dollars for this whole trip. That's already in the bank, of course. Whatever, that's it, fine. If I was to do this without the van, you're looking at you know. I'll say $700 for a plane ticket to New York City and back. And that's about right. Maybe $500 uh, if I find a good little, you know, orbits rate or something like that. Because I look, I just looked it up and it was like $600 for a, it was, it was a weekend, but whatever. Let's just say $500 for the flight. Okay, then I rent a car. That's about $800 for 10 days. All right? That's, yeah. Um, so I'm already, just from those two things, Without hotel, without parking at the airport, without you know buying food, uh, not bringing it with me, and you're looking at probably three thousand dollars for a trip to New York City for ten days, and probably more than that because hotels are outrageous out there. So it, it, I'm saving a lot of money by taking the van. Yes, there's wear and tear in the van. Yes, there's my you know my auto note that I spend every month, uh, which is like 500 bucks for the van, whatever, 200 for insurance. Cause I got like the mega super and gap, everything bumper to bumper, blah, blah, blah roadside, you know, all that stuff. But I mean, that's, I have to have a car anyway, so that I don't really count that. It's just an addiction, man. And having the van is just opened up the entire nation to me. Uh, we're going to be up in Canada pretty soon. I want to drive to Alaska, uh, next year. Probably next summer. I'm going to find out when it's warmest in, in Alaska, and that's when I'm going to go. And it's just, it's opened up the whole freaking nation to me. And I'm so unbelievably happy every time I turn that key and every time I pull off for the next adventure. You never know what's going to happen. You could end up upside down on the side of the freeway and in a ball of fire, but you can't live your life worrying about things like that. You can't live your life thinking about all the things that can go wrong. You have to live your life going, all right, day by day, mile by mile, let's get this shit done. It's going to be awesome no matter what. And I'm, I'm already excited. And this next trip is like a little bit, little bit less than a month away. I'm, I'm already excited. I'm shaking with excitement about it because, first of all, I love Eddie Finocchiaro. I love filming New York ham. I love New York just walking around. And we've got so many cool adventures that we're getting ready to film. Uh on you know just for different episodes we're going to be walking up and down fifth and sixth avenue broadway central park uh we're going to do the tour stand we're going to hop on my buddy john vargas's food truck and uh go to all the eateries around it, it we got so much cool stuff chinatown and we got to fit in like five new episodes in three days so we're going to be working our asses off but i literally cannot freaking wait to uh get on the road see my mom again my mom's my favorite person uh, or like her and my kids are just my favorite people and I never get to see them. I mean, even I get to see my mom probably as much as I get to see my kid and I see my kid every week. That's how much he barricades himself in the freaking bedroom. Oh, anyway, um, not going to complain about that. Positivity, positivity. Yes. Rubber meets the road. I cannot freaking wait for this next trip. And then after that, the trips keep coming. Cause I got to go back to Vegas for uh Piercy, and uh, I might be taking Chantel with me for that one. Uh, then we're hitting Los Angeles, uh, where we're going to film the Rainbow Bar and Grill 50th anniversary, where Piercy's playing. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do with that footage, but I do know his bass player, uh, Jerry Montano, and I are going to start a new show about Los Angeles and all the cool spots there. 
I'm hoping Chantel can come with me because I am in love with Chantel. Her personality is the best in the world. Uh, when I say in love with, I mean, I love hanging out with her. I just like being, you know, one of those people infectious. I'm addicted to her too. There you go. And I don't take that wrong, but you know what I mean? Just a great, great friend, a great person. And I I'm hoping she can go with me. Um, but if not, it doesn't matter. We're, I'm still going to have a great time, and I'm going to take you with me if you watch the Aside TV Life on YouTube. So go to the YouTube page right now, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already, watch the Aside TV Life. I just put together an episode yesterday with uh, my kid and I going to see Judas Priest in Queensryche, and there's a bunch of other stuff in there. So um, check it out by all means. And uh, yeah, I get to see my mom. I get, I get to go see Eddie and film that. I might, like I said, stop on the way back from in, in D.C., which is not too far from uh, New York City, just a few hours, and then maybe stop in Gain, uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee on the way back just to uh, scout out some movie locations because we're going to be filming there in July. My God, that's coming up quick. Oh, man, um, going to be a hell of a trip. And again, watch the Aside TV Life, and you can come with me. Simple as that. But... I'm going to actually break the fourth wall a little bit here for you. And I'm going to hit the pause button because I know he's going to be uh, reaching out here pretty soon. I'm not sure if we're doing a video call, if we're doing a uh, audio call. I'd rather do a video one because uh, I can put that on YouTube and get our viewers to check out his show. And I guess we can do that anyway. But um, if I put my interview with him on YouTube then maybe his people will come over and check out our channel and our people will go check out his channel. He's got a hell of a lot more. So I definitely get more out of it than he does, but you know, it's, it's whatever, man. If I can get, bring him another 500 subscribers, then I'm sure he'll be just quite peachy and happy with that. Uh, but yeah, it seems like such a cool dude, Jacob, the Carpetbagger. Uh, I, here's the thing. And I'm going to say this to him too. I used to look down on, you know, YouTubers. It was almost a detrimental term there for a while, almost like van lifers. You know what I mean? It's, and now, you know, I'm watching the van lifers on the YouTube, um, because I've always done everything old school. Like I said, I'm pushing 50 years old. I'm, I'm, I, I grew up with networks and TV shows and now we've got this thing, <laughs> this YouTube thing, which kind of came out of nowhere where you can just be a mega celebrity on your own terms, just about. You got to fit the YouTube guidelines and all that stuff, but it's not that hard. Um, I mean, my page is monetized, and I've made a pretty penny, you know, coming off of YouTube. Not lately, but I have. And I'm, um, I'm blown away. I'm just watching these shows like Jacob the Carpetbagger, Adam the Woo, Trenton Alley, Kara and Nate, the Grim Life Collective. Look these things up. These, these people are just going around to like awesome places and doing awesome things and telling their life story through their adventures. And it's just, um, it's, it blows me away. It's their own production. It's their own cameras or phones and it's their own lighting. It's their own words. It's their own adventures and their own, uh, bookings and all that. It's I'm blown away. And Jacob, the carpetbagger is right up there at the top with the ones that I watch every single freaking day. I watch him and I watch uh, Van City Van Life almost every single day, whenever they put something out. And I've donated money to them, you know? And it's just, it, it just blows me away. It's really, and, and now I found myself doing it. And I, I didn't even realize, I've been doing it for 10 years on YouTube. 
You can go back and see things of me and my kid doing fun stuff and just putting up videos, not thinking twice that, you know, I could ever make a penny off of this stuff or ever want anyone else to see it. It was just like a place to put stuff. Um, that's all I kind of looked at it as storage for memories, um, which is what I look at all social media as just storage for memories and ways to promote things. But I've been doing this thing and now it's just a little more organized. And now I've been doing it for, I got 38 episodes out uh, that are either out or coming out or scheduled to air here pretty soon. But it's just, it's crazy. It really is. It's really crazy. And I found so many cool places by watching these guys uh, do their thing. Like if it wasn't for Carpetbagger, I never would have met my friends, uh, Nick and his family and Dean and everybody at uh, Synologia in Las Vegas. I never would have met uh, the people at the Golden Tiki who are now friends. Uh, it's just nuts. It really is nuts. I never would have known you could have filmed at uh, all the Meow Wolf locations, which I know everybody at Meow Wolf now where I'm good friends with everybody. We work together now. So it's just uh, we got you know some projects coming up, hopefully. All of that is to due to these guys that are just driving around filming themselves doing awesome things. And it's, there's a lot of people that, that can't get out. And, and here I am. I'm, I got to save this stuff for when I'm actually talking to him. So, and I don't want this show to go uh, three hours. So I'm going to hit the pause button. And then when you hear me come back, some time will have elapsed, but we'll be ready to talk to uh, Jacob the Carpetbagger. So I'm uh, really excited about this. So here we go. Pause button in three. Two, I should air a commercial. Do I have any commercials? Like audio files for commercials for a side TV or something? Because that would be a lot better than saying, I'm going to hit the pause button, and then when I come back, then I unpause it. That's, that just sounds so unprofessional and weak. And uh, since we have like 100,000 people listening to this, well, maybe not 100,000, maybe 8,000 people, um, I need to be more professional. I really do. Maybe I could answer a no, I don't, I don't really want to do mail. I'll save that for next week. We got a couple questions, but not good ones. Maybe I'll just make up a commercial like right now. I have, I have a new YouTube thing coming out. I can talk about Okay, So thank you for listening to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. We'll be back right after this message. Now here's the commercial. Ready? Here we go. Hi, this is Brandon Bishop. Pretty soon on the Asai TV YouTube page, you, yes you, can watch and possibly participate in a brand new food challenge van life show. What the hell am I talking about? I'm talking about the Van Life Cooking Challenge. You, yes, you can submit a video with your face and your words and your top three insane ingredients that I have to hop into my van and cook a complete dinner, including those three mystery ingredients that you bring to me. And then we'll have a judge and you can guess how many stars I get compared to how many stars I actually get. It's all in good fun. It's food, it's van life, it's a cooking challenge, there's a mystery box, it's a Psy TV's YouTube page. Go there now, subscribe, like all the stuff, watch the Asai TV life, watch all the other fun stuff that's on there, all the previews, trailers, and fun stuff. And then soon, oh, there's also a game show called The Top Nines. You can watch that as well, only on the Asai TV YouTube page. Well, I mean, you can also watch it on the Asai TV Facebook page, but anyway... The Van Life Cooking Challenge, coming soon to the Asai TV's YouTube page. Was that good? 
That was like literally off the top of my head. I didn't. Okay. Oh, so this is. Uh, oh, damn! I screwed it up because this is. Uh, it should have came right back in. Like, okay, we're back, and I've got Jacob the carpetbagger on the phone now. Um, so crap! I gotta make another commercial now. I'll do one for the game show. Okay, here we go. We'll be back after this other message. <laughs> Stupid. Hang on, I need coffee before this one. Mmm. Yeah, I'll do a commercial for Green Mountain Caramel Vanilla Cream Coffee Cups. Mmm, so good. Are you bored at Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time? Are you bored? Do you like game shows? Do you like fun? Do you like a couple people just getting together, arguing, having a bloodbath of a conversation about their top nine preferences in different categories? Yes, we've already done top nine 80s movies. We've done top nine uh fast food restaurants <laughs> we've done top nine other things whatever and we got a list of about a hundred things that we're planning on doing every single week every single wednesday night at 7 p.m mountain standard time 9 p.m eastern standard time it's the top nines a tv's very own live game show that you yes you again can partake in tell you what are you really opinionated do you have a top nine preference in a category like Top nine hottest guys, top nine sexiest women, top nine favorite breeds of dog or whatever. It doesn't even matter. There's going to be a different category every single week. I think tomorrow night we're going to do, or this Wednesday, we're going to do top nine favorite professional wrestlers of all time. Last week, we did top nine people you would like to bring back from the dead. Yes, it's a weird show, and it's four people just arguing, and we got lists and really bad graphics, and it's a dry erase board and all that stuff, and all the graphics that StreamYard lets us use. <sighs> but if you want to be on it, and you want to voice your opinion and fight for your top nine to get them all into the ultimate top nine list, then reach out. Reach out on the Asai TV Facebook page. Yeah, and say, I want to be on the top nines. And uh, don't suck when you are. Simple as that. Nobody has sucked yet. So if you do suck, you'll be the first person who sucks. So watch the top nines every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Do I really have to say all of that? Or can I just say, like, you know, Mountain Standard Time where I'm at? They can figure it out, can't they? Yeah, the top nines, Asai TV's very own live game show on YouTube on the Asai TV Facebook page. Check it out. Jacob, the carpetbagger, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Dude, I, this is going to sound creepy as hell, okay? But I see your face so much <laughs> that it's like <laughs> I, I freaking know you already, but it's like the first time we've talked. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. And you're like, I have no idea what the hell you are, dude. It's like, <laughs> no, it's like quit, quit bugging me about some stupid Comic Con. Goddamn! No, no, it's good to finally see you face to face. Yeah, I was just telling you before I hit the old record button that I was scrolling through your channel here, just doing a little research. Eight years, yes. you've been on the road, just having fun and filming stuff, and just and and the reason I'm excited about that is because my TV network, Asai TV, also started nearly eight years ago. Oh yeah. And I've been on, and I've been on the road filming TV shows in every freaking corner of this country. And you've been kind of doing the same thing on, on the YouTube channel. Dude, uh, do we have the best life? <laughs> no, I'm very, I'm very, for, I'm very fortunate. Um, you know, things kind of fell in, into place to make this uh, work out where I could actually do it full time as a job. I never, never intended for this to be a career, never intended this for to be anything more than a hobby, but it kind of, 
grew from there. Well, for the seven people on Earth that don't know you at this point, uh, who who are you and what do you do? Who am I? Um, I travel. Um, I've over the past eight years, I guess, I have traveled the forty-eight uh, continental United States. I've not been to Alaska, or Hawaii yet, but I've been to all the others. And I film. I film uh, heavy focus on roadside attractions, uh, museums. Uh, go to a lot of amusement parks and during the, uh, Halloween season, I do a lot of haunted attractions as well. You're just, <laughs> you could pretty much sum that up and say, I do awesome stuff. <laughs> well, like you. literally. Cause I, uh, and here's the thing I, I have to, uh, we have a lot in common. I was a pro wrestler for 20 years. Oh yeah. I, I, uh, do shows with like, you know, the Bennett's and Amy Duma. We do the UFO show together. We, uh, uh, Doc Gallows, Heath Slater, you know, uh, Mike Bennett and Marie Canales and all That's these awesome. different evil East. And so we've got the wrestling thing in common. Yeah. We've got the travel thing in common. We should be best friends. I'm not, I'm just putting <laughs> it out there. I'm just, I'm just put, I know you got Adam whatever, but I'm just putting it out there that, you know, I'm shocked that we haven't crossed paths on the road. Yeah. I yeah mean, it's, it's not that big of a country. It seems smaller and smaller every day. <laughs> Doesn't it though? Cause yeah. I, I got this uh, this saying, like I said, we have shows in every corner of the country for yeah. SI TV. And I've got this new saying that for the last eight years, I always say, I never know where I'm going to end up. And my other motto is just stop and go there. Yeah. If you see something, doesn't matter how minute, it doesn't matter how grande, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just stop there and look. No, I think a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, there's things they want to do. There's things they want to see. But, you know, they tend to put it off, tend to you know, push it off to another day, but I've kind of made it in my life where if I want to see something, I'm, I'm going to go see it. I don't care if it's a drive four or five hours out of my way. If it's something that I'm personally interested in, uh, I'm willing to do what it takes to get out there and see it. Cause sometimes a lot of these attractions, um, you know, you never know when they're going to disappear. You know, you might say one time I'm going to, I'll, I'll hit it next time. And then next time you come by, it doesn't exist anymore. Then it's a Jamba Juice. Like, what? That was that was not a Jamba Juice. Like, I swear <laughs> exactly. So yeah, there's uh, tons of stuff, and and it's it's so cool because uh, speaking on my behalf, like one day I'll be out in the middle of a field, like in the middle of freaking nowhere. Yeah. With you know Lita from WWE filming a plaque for a place that a UFO supposedly crashed, you know, 30 years ago. Yeah. And, and, the, and you just wonder to, to yourself, you just go, I just never know where the hell what, what the breadcrumbs are crazy. Yeah. Like this will lead you to that and this will lead you to that and this will lead you to that. When you first started though, when it was not even like I mean YouTube's been around for what what 12 years maybe? 15 years I think it's What was it? 2004, 2005? Something yeah, whatever. Officially started. Not that long. No. No. I used to use it to put pictures like videos of my kid you know, yeah, like, yeah. like I used to sing for bands and I used to put like my old videos for the bands up there, yeah. my wrestling videos and things like that. Just a, a place to put them is like storage. It's like, so I don't have to keep it up here. It's just, yeah. okay, here you go. This is my like external brain hard drive. What did you think? Cause I mean, on your first video on here, I'm not sure if this is your first YouTube channel, but on your first video, you've got titles, you've got your little, you know, your little watermark on there and everything. It looks like you had a plan when you started this. It wasn't just something that evolved into something else like it did with me. I really didn't. I really didn't have a plan. <laughs> um, so I kind of got started. You know, I, I, I was always interested in the things I film now. These are things I've been interested in for a very long time. Um, I started off uh, taking a lot of photos, still photography. Um, 
the uh, I, I shared my pictures on a website. It's still around, but there's a website called Flickr that oh, Flickr. Um, wow. I'd put. Yeah, it's old school. Old school. <laughs> yeah, so I put the pictures up there. Uh, later, I started a blog with a B, where I tried to do some, you know, photo blogs with a B, and then um, kind of just kind of looking around because you know those those never really took off in any major direction. So I, I thought about like maybe you know having some sort of video format and as you go yeah you know, way back to the beginning of my channel you can see there's there's some experimental things on me trying to figure out how I was exactly going to do this it's is it like what six days a week five days a week whatever it is sometimes every day in a week some sometimes and, every day I've been are you, um, are you just using this or what do you I have a let me see if I got it here I have the Canon G7X is my go-to okay it is this is this is a good low light camera. Part of the reason I use this is because I do film inside haunted houses and dark rides. So that picks up a lot more of the low light in the camera. But I do tell people like people getting started. I'm like, usually there's no reason to buy a camera when you're getting started. Just use, you know, just get a good smartphone. Well, I have the, uh, like the big guns, you know, the big cameras that we use for TV shows yeah. and things like that. <laughs> that works and too. I'm, uh, well, I'm, I don't touch those things when it comes to, I do a show called the aside TV life which is basically all of the behind the scenes travel stuff, van life stuff that I'm doing to go to all these different places. Like we film with Steven Piercy from rat, you know, the band rat. Mm. Uh, he's a wonderful person and we film his life story and we do documentaries and stuff like that. And I want to capture all the, cause the fun stuff isn't on the show. The fun stuff is, you know, between <laughs> the shows when I'm yeah. driving there and there's nobody but me around. And I, I don't dare whip out the guns for that. It's all right here. It's, yeah. it's, it's enough. It's perfect. Like once in a while, I'll uh, grab one of those little uh, Kim gimbal things or whatever, but I, I don't want it to be fancy. I want, I just want to dump it, cut it up and go. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're doing with, uh, cause you're doing daily content, man. Yeah. You can't, so you can't spend five hours on a show editing it. No, I can't worry too much about editing. Um, I film during the day when I travel, uh, get a hotel room at night, start editing a couple hours. That takes a couple hours and then go to bed, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. <laughs> so, I mean, this is people just think you, and I get this all the time as well. People are like, Oh, you're just driving around having fun, hanging out with celebrities. Yeah. And no, dude, this is the hardest I've ever worked in my life. Like 10, I was in the army, you know, like 10 times harder than the freaking <laughs> army. Okay. I'd rather be crawling in mud sometimes with an M16 in my hand. Tell, tell people how much work goes into this on a daily basis. You kind of covered it, but. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying how much work goes into this thing. Um, yeah, it was, um, it's like, what I tell people is, you know, people, what was it that people say? It's like, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Well, that's not true. That's not true. When, <laughs> when you work for yourself, you're always at work. You know, you're always thinking of something. You're always in your head, at least thinking on, on what you need to do. So I've, yeah, I've, I way overwork myself. I like, um, like today, just for instance, you know, basically it was wake up. It was, uh, you know, hit the road, hitting different attractions. Um, right now I still got to get to my hotel, still got to edit. I'm planning on doing a, a live stream tonight on my channel. So yeah, it's, I, got, I got that notification actually. So yeah, <laughs> so, yeah it's, uh, it's always go, go, go. And then occasionally, you know, I occasionally do have to take a day off, day or two off just to, uh, just to breathe. Breathe. Exactly. <laughs> what is, uh, and I don't want to keep you all night. I know you got a long road ahead of you. I, I can relate. Uh, 
What is scheduling like? Do you wake up one day and go, okay, I'll do that? Or do you have like a like a ten year plan, or do you have like a month plan or a week plan? Um, it's sort of t- you know I sort of have um, you know kind of a general idea. There's certain things I want to hit at certain times around the country, so kind of a loose plan that kind of just tightens up as I go. I kind of learned during during the pandemic. I had you know when the pandemic started, I had the next like three four months completely mapped out, and then all that went out the window. So I've learned to be a little mm-hmm. more. Since the pandemic, I've learned to be a little more flexible. Yeah, the pandemic was fun for us. I don't, it was not, no, I mean, it wasn't fun. Trust me. I'm just saying, uh, just finding things to do. Thankfully, uh, you know, Doc Gallows from Impact Wrestling, formerly Luke Gallows, was ended yeah. up doing a show. So we were in like Georgia for months just filming his his life story. But uh, so, they, and, and there was no masks in sight down there. So, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I did, I did want to know. Um, how do you stay positive? Now, I, I imagine there's a lot of stuff that gets left on the editing floor because I know there's plenty of times where I'm like, hey, I'm here at the – God, will you shut the hell up? Oh! Yeah. And then you – I imagine that happens, but um, you seem like a real positive guy, which is why I like watching your show. There's a very few YouTube shows that I, that I watch, and uh, they're all just like, like Van City Van Life with Chrome and his dog up there in Canada, just mm-hmm. dry, living in a van. Trent and Allie, Kara and Nate, Grim Life Collective, Adam, yeah. uh, Scott on tape, and you know all these. Uh, I'm probably leaving out 15 that I watch, but you guys all stay positive, and it's so nice because you know it, it's not a positive world. No, it's, it's it's so easy, and I'm trying to let you guys influence me to be more positive because it's I, it's, it's not a positive world, and I think that pushes me to try to be more positive. Because I think there's so much negative content out there, whether it be, you know, a lot of it, you know, a lot of it is, is politics. People are, are super political. People are super charged with their beliefs right now. So I try to make uh, my channel a haven, you know, where people, people of all beliefs are welcome. People of all political backgrounds are welcome. We're not going to talk about that sort of stuff. We're going to focus in on, 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 on nice things, on happy things, on fun things primarily do you sit around and look at your numbers or do you just not care because you know they're there (laughs) i mean you obviously have to care because you are getting you know something in return but do you do you refresh and just keep looking i i always do i do i admit it i do um because youtube you know when you have a youtube channel they give you an app that can show you the analytics almost every way up up and down every little measurement. So yeah, you do it. And it's probably a bad habit to get into, but I'm in the habit of checking, you know, checking those numbers, you know, you can watch a video over the course of the day, seeing if it's picking up steam or, or slowing down and how it compares to other videos. So and yeah, I'm bad to, to bad to that. Yeah. I mean, you want to know, I mean, yeah, definitely, you know, I, it's a balance because, you know, I want, I got to stay true to myself with the channel. I got to focus, you know, I, I do got, it does have to be things that I am passionate about, but I do, you know, look at videos, like what does the audience like to see? What sort of places do they like me to visit? And that does play a factor. When you, um, there's 350 million people in this country alone, just in this country. Yeah. And when you look at your old, older video, not even older videos, just a year or two ago, you have a video that has 3 million views. That is like an actual percentage of the nation. (laughs) <laughs> is it? <laughs> it 350 you know divide i'll ask alexa later but it's uh... no it's really hard it's it's still to this day hard for me to 
wrap my brain around stuff like that. Like I start again, this started out as a hobby. I, you know, I was, I'll tell you what, like when I reached the point when I was making enough money to cover my travel expenses, I thought I'm set. I'm set. I can go see these places and I can pay for my gas. I can pay for my food. I can pay for my hotel room with the money I make in, in return. I never, at that point I was, I, I was like happy. I didn't think that I'd even needed to like make a little extra money on the side. Cause I, I thought my goal was accomplished, but um, as the channel's grown, it's, it's been crazy. You know, I still am not used to the fact that um, people do recognize me in public. Um, that I don't know. It's, it's flattering. I'm absolutely flattering. I'm not the kind of person that gets upset about that because it blows me away that, that, that I could actually just walking down the street, run into a person that's familiar with my videos and is happy to see me. That's insane. And you got a, such a unique look and gimmick, you know, speaking wrestling terms, you know, it's, oh, yeah. you, you've got, you've got your gimmick worked out. You know what I mean? If, if I seen you with the sideburns and the round hat with the pins on it, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to scream your name. Like I'm a fanboy at this point. <laughs> I'm like, I had that carpet bagger right there. So uh, it's just going to happen. So get used to it. Cause we're going to cross paths at some point. Um, the cool thing about what you're doing though, is you're, you're, these videos are timeless. I mean, yes, sure. Some of these places closed down. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've dealt with that as well. Some, you know, you eat at a restaurant and then you go back and you're like, Oh, well, that sucks. You know, but what you're doing is like, people still want to know about meow wolf. Yeah. You know, Asai TV and Meow Wolf have been working together for years now, and it's because of you, believe it or not. Because I saw you at the Santa Fe location years ago, yeah. and I'm just going, well, crap, I want to go there. And then Amy yeah. Dumas, Lita from WWE, is like, well, I love Meow Wolf. I'm like, well, why don't we film there? And then we get in touch with them, and next thing you know, we're all filming, and we've filmed at all three locations like three times each now, four times. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, and they, they got the one, one of my favorite, dinner. One of my absolute favorite places in the entire world, Meow Wolf, all three of them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You've been to Convergence Station. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I went there. I showed up like was with I think it was less than a week after they opened. I managed to get out there. It's so yeah, it's so cool. My favorite's still Omega Mart. I was just there like I I would say a a week ago. Yeah. When people ask me, I think Omega Mart, I think the the uh, grocery store gimmick, I think, is is great. And it just leaves just an endless possibilities there. Absolutely. I was in uh, L.A. just a few weeks ago. Have you been to Slashback Video? I have not, but it is I beat I've, you to some place. <laughs> but I've been yes. I've been tracking it down. It was in oh my gosh, what's the store? Miss Bearded Ladies uh, Mystic Museum. Yeah, it was over there. I came out there and they had switched it out. But yeah, it's I, across the street me, now. Someone told me that they 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 found the slashback videos and got its own location now. It's so cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, I actually thought, I was I was actually was thinking about that when I was there. I was, uh, this is weird that I, I, I think about you so much. Um, <laughs> it's this weird, but I was filming, doing my little side TV live show there with uh, Jerry Montana, who's the bass player for Stephen Piercy. And he's the one that introduced me to it, to that and the Mystic Museum. And I was just like going, I wonder if I beat him to this. Because I, I, I never beat you to anything. <laughs> and, and I thought the same thing. Also, have you been, you've been to the Goldfield Ghost Town, right? In uh, the outskirts of Phoenix. Maybe not. This vehicle is connected by oh. OnStar to limited Uh-oh. services. Yeah, mine does that too. My it's car started like, talking. I don't know what that was. It's just stop talking. Nobody's talking. Whatever. Mine does it all the time. I'm just like, please, why? Why? But uh, the Goldfield Ghost Town is like this built ghost ghost town, like at the foot of the Superstition Mountains. And okay. it's so cool. We got the film there. We do a show on a side TV called On the Roadside 
which is mm-hmm. like a voiceover type just show just showing stuff yeah an excuse for me to go around and have free fun basically <laughs> uh, but yeah i was thinking about that too it's like God, i haven't seen this on this show and it, it's it's consuming to me i first watched you like two years ago i think it was like i said the meow wolf thing and then i think right afterwards you went to gatlinburg where I was mm-hmm. filming at as well, like the next week. So I'm like, well, and you've been kind of a go-to for me. Uh, you're kind of a cheat sheet. Cause I'm in, like <laughs> I said, I'm all over the country now in between, you know, I don't fly anywhere. I hop in my van. I stay in my van cause it's awesome. And I love van life. And I, I, <laughs> I go to carpet baggers page and I'm just like, you know, Hey, uh, what did he do here in Gatlinburg? <laughs> you know? And uh, that's how I discovered uh, like Cinelogia in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up getting to be really good friends with Nick and everybody up there. I consider them very close friends now because of you. Uh, yeah, also in Vegas, like the Golden Tiki. I know all those oh, guys up there love now. love the Golden Tiki, yeah. Yeah, it's so I took uh, Heath Slater up there. and Oh, he yeah? Didn't, he didn't like the food. He, oh. he, he called the salmon pate cat food, and it was like, okay, I guess we're not hey. coming back here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just like, like, how does that make you feel to uh, know that you're you're kind of like inspiring? I'm I'm guilty of it. Like, I, I think it's I think it's great. I mean, um, you know, because you know, one of the reasons you know I visit these places is because I love these places, and um, I'm happy to share them. You know, a lot of some of my viewers aren't able to travel, so I'm happy to share that to them. But I encourage people that that have the ability to travel that want to see these places to absolutely 100. percent go out and support these attractions. You know, I tell people support, support your local roadside attraction. A lot of these places are, you know, family owned, you know, they don't last forever all the time. So um, yeah, visit them if you have a chance. Cool. Last thing I got to talk about, man. Um, Yeah. I've I've never seen you here in Colorado Springs. Maybe you've been here. No, I don't know. Colorado. And I admittedly, a lot of those States in Colorado, those square shaped States, I've not had the chance to explore. Kind of, you know, they have long winters, so I've not had a chance to to go out there as much. But yeah, I definitely probably need to explore Colorado some more. Absolutely, we have we have the Comic Con coming up June eighteenth, nineteenth. I'm hosting a Comic Con because I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to do it, and I knew it'd be a lot of work, but I had no freaking idea. It's like, oh yeah, so let's run a television network. Sure, yeah, and uh, yeah, what else can I do to just you know raise my blood pressure at this point? It's uh, are you, here's the thing, traveling for me is an addiction. I was just talking about that before I had you on. Uh, it's, it's a straight up addiction for me. Would you consider mm-hmm. it an addiction for you to wake up in a different city every morning, have a different adventure every day? Is it more of an addiction or is it more of a job at this point? Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, a little bit of both. I, um, yeah, like I said, I used to, you know, you said my YouTube channel is, uh, I was, we was eight years old. I mean, the first couple of years I was doing it for free or not even free. Just, I was paying to do it. So, so yeah, I mean, I'd probably be doing this anyway, even if, even if I wasn't getting paid for it. Well, dude, it's really cool to meet you. I'm hoping, I am hoping that we can cross paths on the road Absolutely. and do something, um, not not for the betterment of you. I've only got four thousand subscribers. <laughs> I need to sit. You are a tree to me, okay? I need to sit under that learning tree and go. Okay, is it my keywords? What the hell am I doing wrong here? Because I've got like mega stars and stuff on my channel, and I've got you doing a lot of this, not the same stuff. It's a different feel. It's mm-hmm. basically just you know the Asai TV life. It's just me going. Oh hey, now we do this. A lot of home stuff, personal stuff. Yeah. But, you know, yours is more just straight up international spy museum. That was yesterday. Yes, that was yesterday. Yeah. 
Gotcha. And you've already got 8,000 views on that thing. You know what I mean? You've been in Washington, D.C. all week. So you yes. just kind of you just kind of hit a city first. You, is that how you do it? You, you, you point at the city. I'm going to Washington, D.C. And then what's in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, it's kind of like maybe I'll have like one thing that I really want to see or something that I haven't seen before. So I'm like, we'll go see that. Then I kind of look at, you know, what can I stop on the way? What can I stop and hit along the way? You know, what else is in the city that I can see once I'm there? And with Washington, D.C., I just hadn't been there in a little while. So I've like wanted to revisit the Smithsonian's. They're always changing things there. Now, here's a question, the last one, and, and I have no business, and you can tell me to, you know, screw off on this one if you want to. It's a question I have no business knowing the answer to, and nobody really does. But how are you affording this stuff? I mean, I've, I mean, I know YouTube <laughs> pays you. I get it. You yeah. have 60 million subscribers or something like that. Or I know you don't, but I mean, what is it like? Uh, where are you at right now? Like, uh, f- about four, 425,000, I think. That's crazy, man. That's just nuts. And that's not all your views either doesn't come just from your subscribers it's no not necessarily yeah i've got to learn from you dude i have to i'm not i'm not asking at this point i'm demanding you tell me the secret you've cracked the code and i'm sitting here looking at the egg going i don't even know how to put a dent in this thing uh i, I look at some of my videos and they got like you know 30 views i'm like oh come on <laughs> you know this person's on that view it's hard it is it's just, it's just the, is it consistency or is it actually you got to figure out the algorithm or all of the above I wish I, <laughs> I wish I knew, like I, you know, I stumbled backwards into this. So nothing I did was calculated. Nothing I did. It was, you know, pure, I mean, pure organic growth in some ways. Um, I got a little bit, you know, a little bit of traction here, you know, a few videos that probably help, you know, like the, the ones that go into the millions uh, that always helps if it ca- you know, catches the algorithm in some way. Was there somebody who inspired you? like to do this and i know you hang out with adam to woo now adam was like um i was already like i said i was already doing this even when i wasn't filming it i was visiting these places adam uh adam the woo definitely inspired me to kind of the format you know he kind of laid out a format uh for videos that i felt that i could that i could use and adam's been kind of a mentor to me over the years you know give me advice you know kind of following in his footsteps in a way even though I do feel like me and Adam, I, I think our our channels are very different. There's, there's a very different vibe to both channels. Oh, absolutely. It's it's a, a lot of our TV shows on the site TV are exactly the same. I'll fully admit that. It's mm-hmm. just different personalities. Yeah. Which com- completely changes it. Yeah. So it's it's kind of, we're all doing the same stuff. Yeah. Literally, sometimes the exact same stuff. <laughs> but it's just you. And then there's, you know, him and there's Scott on tape. And like I said, all these different people that are just making it uh, so much different. But, man, I, I sure appreciate you uh, having a conversation with me. I've been wanting to see your face and pick your brain for a long time. Now. Dude, I've been well, watching you for, for years. Yeah. For years. It makes no sense to me that, like, I never thought, because I used to make fun of my kid. Like, oh, you're just watching YouTube all day. Oh, oh you and your big YouTube stars. And now that's all I watch, you know? <laughs> that's it. So, you know, the, the, the youth of the, 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 what do you call it? The student teaches the teacher type of thing. Yeah. And I'm just watching all you guys and I appreciate what you're doing, man. And thanks for all the, uh, the, like I said, the cheat sheet stuff. I appreciate it. Every time time you do something, that's a future shoot for me. So awesome. Good to meet you, brother. And uh, be careful on that never ending road. All right. I will. Cool. Stay in touch. That's a cool, cool dude right there, man. He figured it out again. He cracked the code. I love to see that, man. He's, I mean, listen, not, we're, not all of us 
can get a deal on NBC. You know, not all of us can get our own documentary made about us. Not all of us can be on HBO Max and have a whole series committed to our life story. So a lot of us, if we really want to tell our story, we go out and do it our damn self. That is what technology has given us. And technology has also given us gifts like his show and so many other like just awesome self-made people just out there doing it just doing it that is how i live my life you know i'm not like gonna have a show go there eat that it's probably not gonna get picked up on netflix okay nobody wants to see me on netflix you know the the board of directors they're like oh another guy going around the country eating things oh that's great Okay, fine. So I came up with my own damn Netflix. It's called Asai TV. And you can get that right now on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire Stick, and at AsaiTV.com, ASYTV.com, only $5 a month. That's 17 cents a day less than that cup of Starbucks coffee that you probably ordered this morning, didn't you, huh? You got an extra shot of espresso in there, didn't you? Yeah, you got it nice and venti, didn't you? I don't even know what that means, but whatever. You got that Starbucks coffee this morning. It probably cost you six, seven bucks. And you know what? For that, you could have had a whole month of Asai TV, all the programming that you know is on there. And a lot of stuff you don't even know what's on there. Get on there. Binge it. Spend, spend your entire week. Call off work for the entire week. You know, leave the kids at school. They'll figure it out. Watch Asai TV nonstop. There's hundreds of hours of ad-free stuff there, and our 2.0 launch is coming in a few months, and it's going to change the game. We want to be in that conversation with Netflix and Hulu and Plus Plus and Prime Prime and Max Max and all of them. We want to be in that conversation for streaming television. We want to be on your TV. We want to be on your phone. We want to be on your computer. Look us up, Asai TV, A-S-Y. If you don't know how to spell it by now, what are you listening to? ASYTV.com. Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire Stick, all that good stuff. Jacob, the freaking carpetbagger, man. It's, uh, like I said, when I first talked to him, I've seen his face so much on my computer, I'm, I'm on my TV, just watching his show, because he puts out daily freaking videos. Daily. I do Mondays and Fridays for the Asai TV life, and I'm overwhelmed. This guy's spitting them out daily in different cities and different locations. And, dude working his ass off he figured it out he cracked the code he's i i just love to see it man i have nothing but respect for him and everybody out there grinding uh just to entertain us i even have respect for the people that sit in front of their computers with the webcam and the you know the lighting in the background like i figured out just talking about you know minecraft for an hour and then all the kids millions of them tune in and watch i they figured it out God, that's so awesome. And they didn't need help from anybody except for a little bit of technology. Oh, it just blows me away, man. It blows me away. I love it. I do. I love it. And I, I, I want to I hang out with Jacob the Carpetbagger. I want to be in that little group with him and all the other people that they kind of hang out with and do crossover shows once in a while. I want to be in that scene, damn it. I have no friends. I need friends. <laughs> all my friends are scattered all over the country. Uh, anyways, I drank way too much freaking coffee today. I'm not going to lie to you. And I was excited to talk to that guy. And uh, I tell you what, though, I think I've uh, excessively, I'm 15, six, yeah, exactly 15 minutes over my one hour time limit for this uh, radio show. So I'm going to let you go. Don't be sad. There's going to be next week. We're going to talk next week, and there'll be a whole other thing, maybe a different interview. I, I don't know. We never know what we're doing. Every time I hit record, I have no freaking clue what the hell I'm doing. So 
Uh, this is all off the top of my head. I take very few notes and I'm not looking for a pat on the back. I am looking for a cookie though, because I've been on this carnivore diet for two months now. And yes, the weight loss is great. I feel amazing, but, uh, cookies. Yeah. I do want a cookie. I'll see you next week. Bye.